This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Becky Well Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is Seamus McGee, lead trader with BetMGM. All right, Seamus, let's talk about the Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA. Miami went up three games to nothing. Boston made it interesting, but ultimately it was the Heat capturing Game 7 and winning as massive dogs. Uh, how did you guys fare after the Eastern Conference Finals? Hey, guys, thanks for having me back. Um, so we lost on the game. A lot of money came in on the Heat, um, even on the money line, uh, to pull off the upset, which is strange because if you listen to like, any of the talking heads on ESPN or whatever, it felt like no one was really giving the Heat a chance, but we were seeing Heat money all weekend long. Uh, coming into this game uh, on Monday. So uh, loser on the game, but uh, I mean, that was a great result for the Futures book. The Heat coming out on top saved us uh, a good deal of money on the uh, Celtics advancing to the finals. Ah, I was just going to ask you about that with the Futures book, because I've also seen some uh, larger tickets floating out there uh, for Miami-Denver finals matchups or or the the big number that the heat were to win the conference and i know some huge triple digit tickets out there now for the title so you did it was good for the futures book because boston was so popular but what about potential liability with with the heat in the finals yeah i still think we're rooting for the heat though going into this series i mean the nuggets are uh they didn't start the playoffs as a liability but as the like they were killing teams, so they were getting a lot of action coming in all playoffs long. Uh, very popular out in Colorado, as you guys may know. Uh, so as it stands right now, we're going to be rooting for the Heat uh, to win this series. Well, what about game one? Uh, the spread, eight and a half, nine. Walk me through that. Pretty big number. Obviously, you are rooting for the Heat. Where are you seeing the money coming in from the public and from the Sharps so far? So it's funny, on the series book, it's been a lot of Nuggets money. We opened minus 350 on the Nuggets. We moved to minus 400 almost within an hour of opening the line. But game one money, it's a lot of heat money coming in. It's coming out of the money line. It's coming out of the spread. So it feels like there's a lot of of bettors who are almost going game by game with the heat. The heat have shown a, a, uh, a knack for beating these bigger spreads north of five points. So still seeing some heat money come in. I know sometimes it can be difficult to discern interest and, you know, what factors are going into key bets and things like that. But when you're coming off of, say, an Eastern Conference Finals where the road team performed admirably uh, pretty much throughout the series, does that impact at all, you know, maybe what the public and maybe what the Sharps uh, are thinking as far as how to handle home court advantage going forward? It's an interesting one because the Nuggets have a home court advantage, which is unique to the rest of the NBA with the altitude. 
and you have a Heat team coming off a pretty grueling seven-game series against Boston. So I was, it was pretty interesting to see a lot of money coming in on the Heat, let alone to win the game outright, uh, than to just cover eight and a half. Um, so it's the Nuggets is always an interesting one to price up when taking into account home court advantage. Uh, last time when we spoke, you said that uh, you were actually a little disappointed in, in the lack of money that was coming in for the conference finals MVP. And, and hopefully uh, down the road, more people are into it now that we're a couple of years in. But uh, just as an observer and someone that did take some money, what did you think of the vote last night? Of, <laughs> you know, a lot of these voters out there saying, oh, it's Caleb Martin, Caleb Martin, Caleb Martin. And then it's a, a public vote. And then everyone sees that they voted for Jimmy Butler. What, what did you think of... Uh, how it went down? Did you agree with the vote? And uh, how did it go at BetMGM? I I was a little nervous towards the end of the game because we took some Caleb Martin money on the East Finals MVP uh, between uh-huh. Game 6 and 7. And uh, it would have been a pretty decent loser for us. I mean, I was happy to see Jimmy Butler get the award for BetMGM. But I got to be honest, watching that Game 7, I was really worried that Martin was going to snatch that trophy at the last minute. I mean, the way he performed the last two or three games, especially when Butler was struggling for some of those games. Um, I mean, you go the series as a whole, you certainly can still make the argument for Butler. But uh, Caleb Martin did everything he could to uh, try and get it back from him. And it was close. One vote away. And uh, <laughs> those people who jumped on Caleb Martin would have been happy today. What about finals MVP? Besides Butler and Jokic, where are you seeing the money coming in? It's a lot of Jamal Murray money. Uh, a lot of them. I think the cat's out of the bag with that one. Anyone looking for some sort of value is like, oh, well, if I'm not going to take Jokic, but I think the Nuggets are win. They're all getting on Murray. And then after, like, the, after Murray and Bam and Butler and Jokic, uh, it's a lot of a lot of long shots out there. Um, not, not really seeing too much money come in. There is some Caleb uh, Caleb Martin money coming in. A decent chunk of uh, Michael Porter Jr. I saw coming in at a pretty attractive price. So I guess those are the players people are targeting if they don't think Jokic uh, is going to do it. But I have a hard time believing that if Nuggets win, he's not going to win the award. So that's why you see the big price on Jokic right now. Uh, Seamus, what about, uh, I know you mentioned that a lot of betters are, are taking the, these finals game by game in large part, you know, to do minus 400 laying four bucks uh, on ben- Denver to win the series. I mean, that's, that's a steep price to pay. Uh, but are you seeing other uh, series props that are being heavily invested in, whether it's a uh, top point scorer for the series or uh, series and how many games, anything like that? Yeah, it's a relatively new market um, come this postseason where we've been posting these for every playoff series. And uh, today you're starting to see some money come in on those top milestone um, award uh, stats categories, whether it's points score, threes made. I think an interesting one I saw just off side note was uh, Derek White led the East series in most threes, and he opened up as the like the last last in the odds ladder. Um, so there could be some value, I think, in these awards. I think Jamal Murray, we've taken a good deal of money in him to be uh, most three points uh, most three points in the uh, series. Um, but yeah, I've seen some long shot bets out there, whether it's like Michael Porter Jr. to lead the uh, lead the series in rebounds, uh, stuff like that. So starting to get some action on those. So with the uh, with the series price that we have, is it fair to assume that it's either going to be People betting on the dog in Miami, everything they've accomplished and coming off the heels of uh, 
taking out the Celtics, also taking out the Bucks early on when they were favored. It's going to be taking Miami or series spread with Denver, or or are you going to see people lay the four hundred? I took a big bet just this morning on Nuggets minus one and a half, decent five figure bet. Uh, a lot of people were starting to go that way with the series spread. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen some uh, exact score props that we have up there, series score props up there, whether it's Nuggets 4-2, to two, whether it's Nuggets 4-1. Nuggets in a sweep is actually going to be the worst result for the book. A lot of people are, uh, I've seen, <laughs> starting taking a liking to that. Gosh, but this Heat team is so sneaky. I don't know. <laughs> It'll, I can't wait to see how this plays out. Uh, what about in hockey? Now that we have the Stanley Cup final set there, what type of money are you see coming in? Because, you know, the Panthers have been kind of sneaky too, and people think they have the momentum. Uh, where is the money coming in for NHL? It's coming in on both sides right now at the moment. Um, I mean, Vegas, I mean, they did drop the two games in a row when they were up 3-0, which kind of had people a little worried, but – uh, starting to see money come in both sides there, especially Vegas with, with home ice. You can't ignore that. Um, so nothing too big to note yet. I think we'd be happier seeing the Panthers win compared to the Knights. I think by puck drop of game one, we could see the Knights being a, whether it's a small loser or close to break even, um, I wouldn't be shocked if that was the case. But the Hockey Futures book has looked great all postseason, every round getting exactly what we need. So um, it's – It'll be interesting to see where the money comes in. I mean, the Panthers are road warriors, so it's it, it'll be it'll be a fun series. Panthers certainly are road warriors, yet at the same time, to have a team in Vegas in the Stanley Cup final, how much does that impact action, uh, you know, given the betting capital of the world being a part of this? Yeah, it was funny. I mean, most years we go into every season thinking that the Knights are going to be this big liability. It wasn't really the case for a lot of the year. Uh, if you remember, they, they got off to a decently slow start. People were worried if they were even going to make the playoffs, and they really surged at the end of the year. Um, so I think now that Vegas is definitely in, you're, we're going to see a lot of local money come in, I think. Uh, speaking of Vegas, how about this Garoppolo story? Any reaction over at BetMGM <laughs> to the negative sense uh, with Vegas? Yeah, so when that news came out, we started seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of people really uh, on their toes uh, going at the uh, Jimmy Garoppolo season-long props. Um, we have it down oh. for the moment. We're just we're looking at our house rules, seeing how we're going to manage it if he doesn't end up starting week one. It keeps sounding like he might which is interesting, but um, I mean, it's not like we haven't seen a ton of money coming in on the Raiders to do anything like really spectacular. If anything, it's, if it's them, it, it's their playoff prop, really. That's been kind of been targeted the most by anyone. Did you look at the win total prop? Cause I saw it was plus money for the under. Is that something you guys looked at? Yeah, we're still, we're still keeping our eye on the market, seeing bets coming in. Right now, again, still the plan is he's supposed to start. Um, so it's definitely something that has our attention. We're keeping an eye on right now. Also in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins uh, has been dropped by the Cardinals. Not surprising news uh, given where Arizona is. But as far as other teams that may go after his services or how that may impact sort of secondary uh, results as far as the, the teams in the same division that will have to go up against Hopkins, uh, any kind of action you're seeing from that? I mean, it's 
his short list of teams are already Super Bowl favorites, so it's not really a surprise there. I think uh, if he goes to an AFC team, whether it be the Chiefs or the Bills, that'd be a big deal. I mean, if you can line up Diggs and Hopkins on offense, I think if he goes to the Chiefs, that's really scary because then you give Mahomes like one of like a, a phenomenal receiver in that aspect. They won the Super Bowl without really like a real true number one guy, unless you consider uh, Kelsey to be a number one receiver at that point, which he might as well be. Um, but uh, as a Jets fan, I'm terrified of him going to any other AFC team. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to say the least. Uh, does he still have it? Is he still wide receiver one? All that good stuff. Thank you so much, Seamus McGee from BetMGM. We really appreciate your time. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up, the A's snap their 11-game losing streak, and that could impact one of this week's more popular survivor picks. We'll look at that contest in today's card right here on the BetQL Network.